This is a HeadGum Podcast. Munch Madness 2024 is presented by Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Mitch, you'll have over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Wow. Nick, Factor has two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup required. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Calculating, calculating. <laughs> you are saving opposed to going out and getting food, right, Wags? That's right. We did the math. We did the math. Head to factormeals.com slash doughboys50 and use code doughboys50 to get 50% off. That's code Doughboys50 at Factormeals.com slash Doughboys50 to get 50% off. Thank you, Factor. Thank you, Factor. No one knows the exact origin of the name Orlando. According to the city's official history, the Florida metropolis was named after either a local judge's employee, or a Shakespeare character beloved by that same judge, or a caravan driver who died en route to Tampa, or a camp guard killed in the Seminole War. But Orlando would flip from a nondescript Florida citrus and military town into one of the defining American cities in 1965 when Walt Disney selected it as the home of Disney World. In 1971, Disney World's Magic Kingdom opened, and today Disney World consists of a massive complex of four theme parks and two water parks and growing. In 1990, Universal Parks and Resorts followed suit with Universal Studios Florida and added the Islands of Adventure in 1999, and along with SeaWorld Orlando and its sister park Discovery Cove, Legoland Florida, and more niche options like the evangelical-operated Holy Land Experience, the properties collectively entrenched Orlando as the family equivalent of Las Vegas, the theme park capital of the world. Driven primarily by the big two of Disney and Universal, and their range of intellectual property as sprawling as the greater Orlando area itself, O-Town has become one of the biggest tourist destinations in the world, right behind Cairo and Athens and ahead of Moscow, Venice, and Madrid. And as a goldmine of themed artifice, it's fitting that in 1982, Orlando was chosen as the test market for a sit-down Italian-American concept conceived as a chain from the very beginning by corporate owner General Mills. Despite the brick facade and three tenors-powered dining room playlists, the restaurant's actual attachment to Italy is about as superficial as that of Epcot's Italian pavilion. Nevertheless, the eatery's ample pasta portions and never-ending salad bowls, subsequently expanded to include soup and breadsticks as well, were a hit with hungry locals, and in short order, it expanded across North America. Today, in its parent company Darden's careful verbiage, it's the nation's, quote, largest chain of Italian-themed restaurants, end quote. An Orlando original through and through. Whoever Orlando was. This week on Doughboys, we return, once again, to Olive Garden.
Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Entree 3000, the Spoonman Mike Mitchell. That's a good one. That was a good one. And you know what? It was from Johnny Is Good on Twitter and the Dough Scored. Roast the Spoonman name don't lie. Johnny Is Good. <laughs> uh, hey, Andre 3000, Outcast. Who doesn't love Outcast, Why? Who doesn't? They're, they're, they're two of the greats. <laughs> Andre 3000, of course, Big Boy. Okay, all right. Bob's big boy in my it for me, right? <laughs> Hashtag live roast. <laughs> Mitch, we have a uh, a fantastic guest who I, I do want to get to, but there's something I want to talk about beforehand because mm-hmm. I read this. Actually, will you play along with this? Because I, I think this is this is pretty much how you'll react anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I, I'll read the first part and then you act like you're going to fall asleep and then I'll say the second part and you perk up. It'll make okay. sense. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Mitch, uh, I read this fascinating long read in the New Yorker. Mm, okay, the New Yorker. Sounds like a snooze, Wags. Entitled The Unlikely Rise of the French Tacos. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let me read a little bit from this. French tacos are like ta- this is a this is a very popular fast food in France. Did I did I, French- did I do that the way you wanted me to? That was great. I mean, we're going to leave all this in, right? The explanation 100%. and everything. 100%. Yes. All right, good. So there's this French chain called Otacos that's become mm. more popular than McDonald's in France right now. And here's a description of what the, the food stuff actually is. This is something that started at like some independent places and became chainified. Uh, French tacos are like tacos, like chicken fingers or fingers, which is to say they are not tacos at all. First of all, through some mistranslation or misapprehension of its Mexican namesake, the French tacos is always plural, even when there's only one produced with a voiced S. So it's like McGriddles. The singular McGriddles wow. is McGriddles. The singular French tacos is French tacos. Interesting. Technically, the French tacos is a sandwich of flour tortillas slathered with condiments, piled with meat, usually halal meat, and other things, usually French fries, doused in cheese sauce, folded into a rectangular packet, and then toasted on a grill. In short, a rather successful marriage between panini, kebab, and burrito. Doesn't that sound like heaven? That sounds fantastic. I'm not going to lie. It sounds so good. And now look, I'm not a big fan of the French, but that sounds fan- That sounds great. You seem to have a problem with uh, Western Europe in general. <laughs> Are you? What, what is that supposed to mean? Are you accusing me of being xenophobic or something? I don't know. You don't like the Italians. You don't like the French. You know what? You're right. Don't I don't me start like, on the Belgians. I fucking hate the Belgians more than any of them. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us fries. Wags, I am fucking. I'm feeling it today. I, I feel like I, I drank a, a a a cold brew. You know why? Why is that? I got my second dose. I'm wow, back. Wow! Congrats. I'm vaxxed, and I feel like how I, exciting. I, is there some Red Bull in this? Does Pfizer have a deal with Red Bull? I feel fucking <laughs> amped. <laughs> I feel amped up. Also, I love Bill Gates. It was like, yeah, that is a side effect. It was like Cupid's arrow hitting my arm. He just wants to be liked. That's that's the mind control aspect of it. He just wants people to be a fan of him. I fell in love as soon as the arrow, as soon as the as soon as the needle hit my arm, legs. <laughs> I'm vaxxed though. Congrats! How exciting! In person birthday boy recording starting as soon as I get back. Birthday boys. Oh, fuck. Doughboys. You starting a podcast? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) 200 listeners like the fucking show. (laughs) 
Doughboys, uh, in-person Doughboys uh, records. What do you think, Wags? That's contingent on you returning to L.A., and I will mm. believe that when I see it. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe I won't come yeah. back. Yeah. I was, I, I, I was saying to our guest, who we should introduce right now, oh, wait, I have a drop. You got to play a drop. Uh, how to Spoon Nation. But I was saying that Wally and Irma, like in L.A., I, for my, my screens in L.A., when I open the window, they're like very loose, and so I don't open them too much because I'm afraid Wally and Irma will just pop them off and leave. Right. Um, and get in the car and take off, get out of, leave Farmers and leave L.A. But uh, here, I, I, I put the screen down from my mom's window. Wally and Irma are loving it, Wags. They're sitting in there. They're watching. They're looking at the birds wow. in the tree. They love the fresh air. So I might be I might become a guy who takes his cats for walks. It might happen. I, it's a fun kind of eccentric. I think that's better than the snake guy. The, what the guy who takes his, his take snake? The cat, the cat on a leash guy versus the snake guy. No, the, I mean like the snake around the 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 neck guy. Oh, he's taking his snake for a walk. Yeah, that's a weird guy. Or the parrot guy. Yeah, the parrot guy is a strange guy. Yeah, give me the cat leash guy any day. Don't you when you when you go out on a daily basis? Don't you tell Natalie you're taking the snake for a walk? <laughs> All right, play your drop, Mitch. Are you mad at me? No. All right, here we go. I'm a normal man who was born the normal way. I'm not a violent man. I'm a man. I'm a regular man. I've said I love you to my wife. I'm a nice man. Wow. What is that song? I don't know. I mean, we're losers. They're going to make fun of us. It sounded like you too. It did, yeah. To me, but then it's going to be like, no, Mitch. It's the Brawlers, dude. <laughs> Didn't you know it was the Brawlers? No, I don't How know who the Brawlers are. How did you not know it was are. the Brawlers, you moron? Their sound is transcendent, dude. I don't fucking know. We're old. The Brawlers listen to Doughboys. You don't know the Brawlers? <laughs> Hey guys, longtime listener, first time dropper, and proud Patreon supporter here. Thank wow. you. Just wanted to say that your show means a lot to me and has provided me with so many much needed laughs this year. Enjoy the drop. Joe from Bellingham, Washington. Wow. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for, and th- you know what? Thank you for introducing us to the Brawlers. <laughs> I'm going to get a Brawlers shirt. I'm all in. All right, introduce our guest. Mitch, fantastic guest, returning to the show. It's been too long. The host of the podcast, Allison Rosen is your new best friend and childish. Allison Rosen. Hi, Allison. Hello. I'm so excited to be back. I already have many things to say, not even wow. about the food, about which I have tons of things to say, too, and I can't wait to get to it. But first of all, in addition to snake guy and parrot guy, I think you forgot ferret guy. Oh, ferret oh, guy. Yeah. That's a yeah, very yeah. specific person. At right. uh, the college that I went to in the dining hall, there was one table where everyone at the table had an animal with them. There was like someone who had a rat wow. on their shoulder, someone who had a snake. There was a ferret person. I feel like there was also probably a bird person, but I think in that environment, it would have been unsafe to have a bird. And then Makes there were sense. a lot of people who were like, that's so gross to have that in the dining hall. But I like 
philosophically want to be so pro-animal that I'm like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. And I think I even (laughs) was then. Whereas now I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I want a rat that close to a salad bar, but I don't know. Um, I have a question for you. Lay it on me. Was Goat Boy at the table? (laughs) There was no Goat Boy. No Goat Boy. No, no, no SNL's Goat Boy. Mm -mm. Mm. No, not at the time. Um, That was terrible yes ending on my part. I just didn't know who Goat Boy was. Let's do no, it again. I mean, no, that was great. Let's do it again. Our do listeners it again. don't do either. Again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. Yes. Was Goat Boy at the table? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, Goat Boy, Goat Boy wow. was there too. See how that just really opened it up? Hey, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go get some more tater tots. There you go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Weiger Weiger just looked at me dead eyed. I liked it. <laughs> the I other thing it. I wanted to say is, Mitch, it's surprising that after your vax, you feel full of energy because the first thing I felt was just fatigue, which I think is s- standard. Mm, yeah, I got there's something's going on with mine. My heart's pumping again, or something. I, there, I, mm. I there, there's something happening there that I feel. Uh, I got energy. I truly feel like I drank a cold brew. It's too much. I don't like. Allison, it. have you had have you had both doses? I have. Yes. Okay. What are you, are you Pfizer family or Moderna? I'm Moderna. Now wow. I know mm, okay. that Pfizer is more desirable. I don't know why, but it seems to be more desirable. But mm-hmm. I'm Moderna, and um, I love it. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I've loved every bit of Moderna that I've had. What are, are you wow. guys are you team Pfizer? I've been I've gotten dose one of Pfizer. Wow. And wow. I'm and I'll and Breaking I'll be juice. yeah, so I'm I'll I'll, I'll be uh, in a couple weeks I'll be all vaxxed up and then I guess you have to wait in a couple more weeks after that to do anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I guarantee you the fucking the the person who gave you the shot was fucking eyeing you for that 15 minutes and being like, there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> No, we had a lovely conversation. A retired nurse like my mom. Wow. And she'd come back into the fold to give people vaccines. Oh, we had a nice conversation. Are you wearing an N64 shirt? I am. I'm wearing a Nintendo 64 shirt. I have that shirt, Wags. How about that? From Target? Yeah, from Target. You know, Mitch, here's the thing. People talk about our differences, but at heart, we are very similar men. We have similar interests, similar mm. age range. Oh, I'm going to pass on this convo. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were both virginal dorks playing banjo kazooie. <laughs> well, uh, I Allison, was also a virginal dork, but I don't have that shirt. But till what age were you virginal? Uh, we 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 don't have to talk about that. I think we should. I'm taking over. Let's get into it. Late. I was twenty and a half. It was on my half birthday. We saw Ace Ventura two in the theater. Wow. I was about two years older than you were. Okay. I'm a loser. I don't want to admit this. I feel like you're just a beautiful late bloomer. Yeah. My cool guy image that I've that I've racked up on this podcast is people are going to I'm going to get skewered. <laughs> you're right. fine. You're both fine. Ace Ventura 2? Or was it Ace Ventura 1? No, I think it was Ace Ventura 2. That when nature calls, the one where he goes inside the uh the big uh, rhinoceros. I mean, that sounds right. The thing is, I knew that it was going to happen. So the entire oh, movie, I was just like full of nerves and adrenaline and like, oh, my God, isn't that the bit that's going to happen? So oh, I, I have wow. no memory of the movie. Wow. But, yeah. What about you, Nick? I made uh, I made Mitch reveal. What about you? Wow. I was a legal adult. 
I was 18 years old. Wow. Uh, when okay, I finally. Cool <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not, I mean, cool is like 13 or 15. <laughs> cool is like, I was like, I, like, I was like a sophomore in high school. That's cool. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of the bell curve, I think. Right? Fuck you. I think you're cool. I think you're okay, pretending great. I'm to cool. be lame. I'll take it. I do not think you're cool. I think you're fucking. <laughs> I'm definitely not cool. I'm definitely lame. <laughs> uh, Allison, I'm curious. As you, uh, at, uh, we, the end of quarantine is in sight. It seems you've got, you've received your second dose. Mitch has gotten his second dose. Uh, we are finally uh, uh, approaching the light at the end of the tunnel. But. Over the course of this year, a lot of people's diets have been affected. How did the quarantine, and especially as a mom, how did quarantine affect what you were eating in your home? Well, we started cooking quite a bit more. It's very oh, interesting. Very basic. Um, but we used right. to be like frozen dinner, lean cuisine kind of people. And uh, both my husband and I started dieting. Well, no, I say started like my, my whole life. I've been on and off diets. Um, and I know that people are like diet is a four letter word. So for those who feel that way, I'm sorry. I just used a four letter word. Um, but maybe I should say it sh tried to get healthier. I don't know. So my mm -hmm. husband started cooking a lot more. Um, and we like got out the instant pot and, uh, got an air fryer. So there's been, I would say more time spent on meal prep. There's also been, mm. You know, we the first restaurant that I went to in this entire time was the one that I went to for this show. So I hadn't had a meal at a restaurant, um, you know, even outdoors this whole time. Wow. Um, and let's see. With the kids, pretty much the same except for like involving them in more cooking. So you actually what you and we'll get into this in in a in a bit, but you actually ate at the restaurant. I did. I did outdoor wow. seating. Yes. Wow. And I mean, it was a whole it was a whole odyssey to get a table. Should I save that? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit. But I just, okay. I haven't even I haven't eaten out at a, like I've eaten I've gotten like a Chipotle and then I found like a park bench and sat at a, a park bench and eaten my Chipotle. But I haven't like sat down at a restaurant with table service. Mitch, have you done that during this uh, lockdown? I'm trying to think about like. I feel like I maybe like ate outdoors when I first came back. I went to uh, a place in Quincy outside, like w me and Wu Tang and Joey O and Micah watched a Celtics right. game like outside, and there was literally no one else there. Scoop was uh, busy. Scoop was off doing his own thing. Right. Ramondi wasn't there. Fuxton was gone. <laughs> but the four of us were outside. I I I feel like um. Hmm. Oh no! When I went when I went to New Haven and got some pizzas, like I did sit outside and eat pizza. I, I haven't been inside, right. but but uh, I don't know. It, like in that sort of sense, not 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 really. But I'd be down to eat outdoors now that the weather is nicer. I'm vaxxed and uh, and and I would I would I would I'm 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 in. I'm in to do it. In two yeah, weeks. that's what I'm. I'm really because it used to be such a. Uh, uh, you know, like Allison, our habits changed quite a bit. We would we would go to a restaurant like you know two nights a week, like that was like a like a regular part. I mean, that's part of why we have a, re a podcast about chain restaurants. You and I like going out to eat, and and so like not doing that at all anymore. And then also cooking a lot more, like basically filling in those gaps with more at home meals was a big shift. And I wonder how much of that is going to be retained, or how much of that is going to be. I'm going to immediately slide back into our old habits and go, you know, be have, have a table in the parking lot at islands. that has been turned into a 
impromptu outdoor seating. Um, I wonder. I wonder if I'm going to do that immediately. A lot of parking lots turn into uh, outdoor seating. It's it's yeah. Uh, it's very it's very interesting. Um, I wonder that about a lot of things, like a lot of our lifestyle during this pandemic. How much of it will stay? Like you, you right. know, like my husband who used to go into an office has been working at home this whole time, and I I don't know that they even have plans to go back. Mm, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 I've wondered that too. If like it's a lot of rent for big buildings downtown. It feels like mm-hmm. a lot of people are just gonna when when some of these, you know, corporate offices realize that they can just make people work at home, I think that they probably will do that. For me, I think that once this pandemic is over, I'll go outside like, you know, two to three percent more than I did in this last year. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'll be outside just a uh, you know a couple more times. Right. Um, what are you, Alice, so? What are your go to at home meals, Allison? What do you like to cook? Um. So I have been I I I uh, flirt with no carbs periodically. I'll oh, go great. on phases where I I'll, or I'll like do no carbs for a period of time, and then I'll go back to carbs, and then none, and then back. Um, so right now, with the exception of the meal uh, that we had that I had for the show, I've been pretty no carby. So it's been a lot of hard boiled eggs and hard boiled egg whites, and it's it's gonna, it's gonna sound so gross when I talk about it. Okay, so I I cra- I make hard boiled eggs, and then mm-hmm. I take the yolks out, and then I take a laughing cow cheese, and I put a little bit of laughing cow cheese in each half of the hard boiled egg white, and then I where, where where the yolk was? Yeah. Wow! Wow! An okie yolk, then- an okie doke yolk. Wags, take the yolk out. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I take Trader Joe's umami seasoning. And I put wow. that on there. I put some turkey in there. And uh, wow. <laughs> I know I'm losing credibility as someone with a mouth and taste buds right now. But I've been <laughs> enjoying great. it lately. Yeah. It's pretty surprisingly filling. It sounds like a Franken egg. It's very much a, your own kind of a, you've created a bit of a, a monster, but it sounds delicious. It could be, it could be very good. It's surprisingly good. Yeah, when when described, it sounds like an abomination. I agree with Mitch, but then I bet I'm sure when I took a bite, if I took a bite of it, I'd be like, "Oh, this is fantastic." I wouldn't go that far, but it's t- it's pretty good. I find it pretty good. Like I weirdly <laughs> find myself craving it. Right. Well, I think pretty good is a good like that's a if you can hit pretty good with a especially like a quickly prepared like at home lunch, mm-hmm. you're sitting pretty. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not going for glory there. We're just trying to get something that that like, you know, gets the job done. Right. And then also I went. So I'm a person. I go through phases. Um, I'm not a big mix it up person. I'm a big like I'm super into this and I mm. stick with this and then I'm super into mm. that. I think you guys know what phases means and variety. I don't know why I'm breaking <laughs> it down on such a granular <laughs> level. But anyway, I also was in like an egg white omelet or egg white scramble phase for a really long time. But then I just kind of was like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've been done similar, have similar phases with scramble specifically where Mm -hmm. like, that was like, oh, this is like a daily breakfast or a daily lunch. I'm just having a scramble with spinach and some cheese and like a little bit of avocado or something. And I was having, I would have that every day. And then your point was like, I don't want this ever. I don't want this anymore at all. I don't, I don't want to think about this. I, I don't know why. Um, I, my mom will make me eggs. She'll say, Mikey, you want some eggies? As I wake up and I say, <laughs> yes, mother. And then she will 
she'll cook me up some eggs and uh she'll she'll so, so the way she'll do it usually she'll like use just one egg with the yolk and then she'll pour in some uh egg whites the, the mm. everyone wants to get rid of the yolk it makes sense the yolk is 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 the bad part it's it's not good for you but just a straight white egg straight up egg whites i don't i don't love i mean if you do it yes. with cheese wags if you make an omelet out of it it can be okay but damn i love that oak oak i love that yolk <laughs> yeah that's where the flavor is i find yeah it's sad when you take it out it's, it's it bums me out i need i need a little yolk i'm like all yolk i i, I need the yolk and like wow. i will I, I mean not that I'll, they'll get you know get rid of the whites and just cook up the yolk part but i'm like i i i just don't like egg whites at all even though i really like like scrambled eggs or a scramble or an omelet but if i get mm-hmm. egg whites in there i feel like they're so flavorless they yeah. kind of are. Where are yeah. you guys with hard-boiled eggs? Because I think that Jordan, our, our, all of our friends, Jordan Morris, that mm-hmm. sentence didn't, that was incorrect, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. Jordan <laughs> Morris, whom we all know, <laughs> I think he tweeted something about like, if someone, wa- you know, like a tor- a, a good way to torture him into spilling everything he knows would be to eat a hard-boiled egg in front of him. Oh, interesting. Wow. And my husband feels similarly, and yet I am making them all the time. I mean, it is just nonstop farts in this house. Wow. <laughs> you know, I used to share an office with Jordan Morris, uh, my first TV writing job, and that would be a breakfast I would bring from home is two hard-boiled eggs that I would oh. eat in the office. So that may have been a, <laughs> a, a long-delayed <laughs> subtweet. <Yeah. laughs> he still it thinks is, about it, it is, constantly. Yeah, it is a revolting thing to like like I love eating hard boiled eggs, but being around the smell of hard boiled eggs and when I'm not eating them is disgusting. I can completely relate to that. Sure. I think there is a thing of like, hmm, I think there is a thing if like you're bringing the hard boiled eggs to work and then you're like cracking them open and doing the whole yes. process. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's a little bit grosser. Maybe maybe have them. It maybe is. maybe bring them in. Did you did you bring yours in pre crack? Did you cr- crack them beforehand or no? I eventually moved the process to the oh. break room, so I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't bothering everyone. So everyone was mad at you. This is clearly what happened. <laughs> there reached a point where somebody said something, and so really? I was like, okay, so this has been bothering people for a while. And so then after that, I took it to the break room. Who Which, said? What did they say? Uh, I think it was just like a whoa, buddy, hard boiled eggs. Okay, like just something <laughs> kind of like that. Dear Lord. Yeah. How did did you feel super um embarrassed? Uh I yeah, I felt I felt more guilt than everything. I was like, oh, this has been an imposition on everybody. And I try to be a I I, I try to like if I'm even if I'm not gonna pull my weight like as an employee, I at least try to not make anybody's <laughs> life less pleasant. So I'm like, ah, ah I, I kind of fucked up. I made everyone have like kind of a, a bummer of a morning every day having to breathe in these egg fumes. And then people were like, great, you told Weiger about the egg things, and now he uses a stall every time he goes in there and does his thing. <laughs> Sitting in there just using a fucking, cracking his eggs open in a stall. Fucking yeah, you weirdo. go to the bathroom, you just hear like, tick, tick. A line of people waiting to use it. Oh, man. What $100 a week job was this, Wags, that you worked? This was for Fuel TV's The Daily Habit. Wow. This was, yeah, it was a non-union TV writing job. I worked with Jordan Morris, Hal Rudnick. Who was on that? Was like Andy Jessica Showboat on that? Wasn't there? Uh, there was like some early like. Uh... The host was Pat Parnell, a okay. uh, lovely man, lovely man, mm. former professional inline skater who transitioned to broadcasting. How about that? That's great. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, don't do that. Don't crack your eggs open. At least I you shouldn't have your... done it. Yeah, you shouldn't have. It's fucking disgusting. Lesson learned. 
You guys, I'm sitting here feeling a little bit embarrassed slash vulnerable slash exposed about revealing my pretty gross hard-boiled egg white meal that I've been making. When What do people normally say when you ask them? Because I feel like I should have been like, oh, I've been making sourdough and fresh buttermilk pancakes. Mm, we're so and worn out with parm. that. We've gotten so much of that. Okay. Yeah. We, I, 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 liked, I like your egg creation. That's, okay. like an inter- that's an interesting answer. I don't think you should feel self-conscious about it. Also, anyone who listens to this podcast, here's what we put in our bodies, me and Mitch, and we're the worst offenders. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty cool, actually. I think I, I think I do all right. Yeah. In fact, I want I want to revise my uh, my virginity answer. Uh, I was much younger than what I said. Okay. Yeah. That my sense was you said that to make me feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was like, jeez, uh, right. God, I was like a toddler. <laughs> God, it's, w- it's weird in in another yeah, way. Yeah, that's but... worse. Fuck. God damn it. All right, moving on. Why, Allison, you said this before. You said this before the, the episode started, but you said, I just, I just want to, this can be a tease, but you said before the episode started that this experience at Olive Garden was different than it had been. And, and you said that we could count down from three because I said that me and Wags kind of talked about this too. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, I, I think before we get to reviewing it, maybe we should count down from three and say like what we thought, like a, like what you think we're all on the same page with, or maybe we're not, if yeah. that makes sense. So just spoil what our review is. I mean, I don't, th- I, I don't think that's going to spoil the, the fork score, but I think, I think it will be interesting to say like three, two, one. Why was it different than your usual visits? Okay, so we're we're counting down from three and then saying in unison mm-hmm. what the answer is, like yes. what, like how it subverted our expectations. Yes, 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 I, I yes, like w- what was different about your normal visits from there, and and okay. look, it might be a jumbled mess. We might all say different things, but that's okay. But it's possible we all thought. I, the I same think thing. it's possible that we all say the same thing. All right, what was different from Olive Garden than our expectations? We will say in unison. Counting down from three. Three, two, one. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Wow. Today's episode is sponsored by Lucy. Lucy is made for your nicotine routine and delivered straight to your door. It's 100% pure nicotine and always tobacco-free. Plus, Lucy has options. Choose your form. Pouches, breakers, or gum. Then choose your strength. 2 milligrams, 12 milligrams. Then choose your flavor. Mint, apple, ice, espresso, mango, and more. Save yourself from the weekly gas station stop and sign up for a monthly subscription to save 15% off. There's no commitment. You can cancel anytime. Lucy Breakers are what sets Lucy apart. Breakers are nicotine pouches, but with a tiny capsule inside. The capsule contains liquid flavor that saturates the pouch before it's even in use. Pop the breaker in your mouth, break it with your teeth, get it situated, and boom! Instant nicotine release when you need it. Now, Mitch, you and I are often texting with our good friend Raimondi. Mm-hmm. Raimondi was telling us that he has a favorite Lucy flavor. It is mango. That's He's right. crazy for mango. He's crazy for mango. You know what? If you ask him who his favorite SNL character was and his favorite Lucy flavor, it's the same answer. And hey, one fan says the berry citrus is juicy as heck. So much flavor being tossed around. It's like an orgasm in my mouth. Thank you, Lucy. You so juicy. 
Damn. Let's level up your nicotine routine with Lucy. Go to lucy.co slash doughboys and use promo code doughboys to get 20% off your first order. Lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind. That's lucy.co and use code doughboys to get 20% off and always free shipping. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Mitch, my friend, you ever walk in a store and have no idea what wine to get? Yeah, every time. Me too. And I love wine. That's why I love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Wow. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price you'd normally pay in stores. Wow. How do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-your-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would pay in-store. By cutting out the traditional retail middlemen costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. As a result, you'll get exclusive access to hundreds of top-quality award-winning wines at huge savings, making Naked Wines perfect for any type of wine drinker. Hey, you know what I love about Naked Wines? What's that, Wags? They have a lot of my favorite varietals. In fact, my favorite wine Naked Wine sent me was the Cabernet Sauvignon. The wine is so good, and it's such a good deal. Wow, Wags. You know, as not a huge wine drinker, they sent me a few different wines, and it was fun for me to taste different types of wines and types, and you know what? It's helping me to learn. You might all of a sudden be like, hey, I like a Chenin Blanc. I didn't know I was going to like that. Wags, I'm learning. That's that's huge for you. Naked Wines has been around for over 10 years and funds over 90 independent winemakers. With no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. Wow. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker. So we're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash doughboys and click enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in doughboys for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. That's nakedwines.com slash doughboys and use the code and password doughboys and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash doughboys, code and password doughboys for $100 off your first six bottles. Easy peasy. Previously on Doughboys. All right, we will count down from three and say in unison what we found different at this Olive Garden experience. Three, two, one. It the was bread. good. good. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Me and Weiger were me and Weiger were kind of on the same page. Yes, but you. Allison, you had something completely different. This is not Red a... sticks weren't good. Yeah. Wow. wow. So wait, wow. did you guys say that you thought it was better? Yeah. Yeah, better than previous visits. We reviewed this a couple of times on the podcast. And both times, I think especially the last time, it was like not great, but... I got the food from that time then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my experience, I was, like, I was like, this is a lot better than I expected and a lot better than my, you know... Uh, than my ex, uh, I'm saying the same thing. It was better than my yeah. expectations, better than I expected. Uh, but mm. uh, the Olive Garden, founded in 1982 in Orlando, owned by Darden Restaurants, which owns Longhorn Steakhouse and Yardhouse, and used to own Red Lobster, and has 900 locations in North America and the Middle East. And part of why I felt like it was better than my expectations, better than I expected, again, saying the same thing twice, is that 
I'm not eating meat this year. No meat shall I eat. And so from a vegetarian perspective and as a place where you can indulge, this is a great vegetarian option. It's It's got pasta and pizza and uh, sides and it's got, you know, and, and the breadsticks, minestrone soup and mm. salad with olive oil and vinegar are all vegan. All three of those are vegan. So if you're so if you've got that diet and you want to indulge, that's a good meal right there. Breadsticks, minestrone soup and 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 salad, uh, assuming you get good breadsticks and and not the ones that Allison got. So that was why I, it was better from my perspective. How about you, Mitchell? What 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 caused it to soar above your expectations? I I I've said this before, but like Olive Garden was not a place I went at all when I was younger. It was not like a it was not a place that I that I frequented ever. Right. Um and there was like in Quincy when I was growing up, there were a lot of good like red sauce Italian restaurants. And so there was no need to ever go to Olive Garden. Yes. And every time that I've like tried Olive Garden, I've always kind of thought it was bad, like uh, not great to bad. And honestly, I usually think the breadsticks have a weird taste, a weird aftertaste to them. But guess what? This time, I'm just going to say it right off the bat, Wags. It was the it was the best Olive Garden's ever tasted to me. It was it wow. It was good. I like genuinely was like this is fucking good. I'm shocked. I be, we've been on a bit of a Doughboys roll lately with some restaurants. Yes, uh, we've had some good ones. We've had we've had some we've had some good ones or at least good experiences. I never yes. expected this to be to be good at all. It was uh it 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 really blew my mind. I I, I fully agree. I with like. You. I, I I think I think Olive Garden kind of. Honestly, kind of sucks. I, I went to I went to the one in Stoughton, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm telling you, I, 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 my mom and I, we drove out to the one in, in Stoughton. I used the app, which, by the way, the app's pretty good. Mm-hmm. The it's app, a very sleek app. The app works great. We we drove to Stoughton and we pull in, and the order isn't ready yet. So we we sit like in the in this in this parking lot, and I'm like, I'm gonna go in. I go in, and, and while I was pulling up, my mom and I were like, the building looks really nice. It's like a really nice building. It looks like it. this looks like the, this Olive Garden looks nicer than like a lot of restaurants. I go to walk in. It's actually a Smoky Bones bar and grill. I was at the mm. wrong restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it looked good. It was a, just the wrong restaurant. And then I was like, oh, it's like one thing over. So we we I got in the car and we we drove a little ways over to the it was just like in the same complex, but we, it right. was just the wrong building. Um the the uh, there that building looked nice too. I mean it, it was a nice complex. It looked like a newer Olive Garden. It looked uh it it if 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 it was normal times, I would definitely wouldn't mind sitting in there and eating. Um but the food was ready in time and Wags, I ordered quite a bit, and there wasn't a thing missing. It was all there. Yeah, it, tra- it traveled decently well. Did travel well, at least mine did. And the food was fucking good. It this crazy thing of, I don't think I had a bad thing. The the, the thing that the thing that was the biggest letdown to me, um, I guess I'll just say it, which I, a thing I usually like there. The salad, the salad just had like the lettuce had like a little bit of like a fridged like a in yeah. the fridge too long taste, um. But every single thing I got was good. Should, should I should I get into what I got? Let's get into it. All right, let's roll. Let's roll with it. Um, I got a couple apps. I got the mozzarella sticks, uh, which comes with some uh, with some uh, marinara sauce, and then I also got uh, hmm, hold on here. I'm trying to look. Here it is. I also got 
And by the way, the mozzarella sticks are actually called fried mozzarella. They're not mozzarella sticks, but they are essentially mozzarella sticks. And I also got the stuffed ZD Frida. And that's basically ZD stuffed with cheese and deep fried. And that comes with Alfredo sauce and marinara. Um, then we got some dipping sauce for the breadsticks because they include breadsticks with meals, but you can you can order a thing of breadsticks or you can get the dipping sauce and then that comes with a few breadsticks. So we got some marinara sauce uh, with the with for the breadsticks. You get four breadsticks with that. And then for our mains, we got my mom got an eggplant parmesan, and that comes with a side salad. And she got angel hair pasta with it. And I got the tour of Italy, which has lasagna, fettuccine alfredo, and chicken parm. Yeah, and then I also I got I got the house salad with that as well, and then we also just got as another for another for another meal to just try we got the five cheese ziti al forno, and that also came with the salad, and I got myself a raspberry lemonade. Um, I gotta say, the breadsticks were nice and warm and fresh, and they <sighs> didn't have that aftertaste. I was shocked, Allison. Yes. I don't. I like everyone is like I love the breadsticks at Olive Garden. I never have. I never have liked them. They whatever happened, they it was just a good cook today. They really knocked it out of the park. I, I don't understand it. Burbank Empire Center did not get the memo or the new recipe or whatever because my experience was very much what you talk about how it was last time. Right. I it, I, I wanted these good breadsticks, but I did not get them. But I'll get into that when it's my turn. I'm 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 truly shocked. Like a restaurant I've just truly never cared about and never gotten like when people are like, Yeah, Olive Garden soup like uh salad and breadsticks. I'm like, ugh, I don't think it's I don't think it's good. It's just it's never it's never worked for me ever. And we were dipping it in this marinara sauce and my mom was like, This marinara is good. And I was like, you know what? The marinara sauce is good. I don't know what's going on. I was I was confused. Right. I didn't get it. I don't even like that I liked it, but I did like it. And it wasn't even like a thing that I was starving or something. It just, it just, it just was really hitting. The tour of Italy, the I say I would say the fettuccine Alfredo was the one that was kind of the one that traveled the, the like a uh, traveled the worst. It was not. It was kind of like a little bit the the fetti- the Alfredo sauce. I kind of like stiffened up on it a bit, but it was it was still good. And the chicken parm was great, Nick. It was a great chicken parm. And it was thick. I don't even like thick chicken parm because I, I like a nice thinner patty. But it was good. That there was a crispy outside. It yes, was, it was fucking fantastic. And the lasagna also great. I was shocked. Like I, 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 I was, I, I was, I was questioning when I was going to eat something bad. The answer was like the salad, but the salad wasn't terrible. It was just okay because of the the lettuce quality. Right. Um. My mom's eggplant parmesan. It was a little bit watery, she thought, but she still thought it was tasty, and the angel hair pasta was good. And then I liked, my mom did not like the five cheese ZDL forno. She just didn't think it had enough flavor, but I thought it was pretty good. If that's what you wanted to go for, it was like, it's like a, a, a cheesy tomato-y sauce, and, it, and, it's, and it's pretty decent. The raspberry lemonade, also pretty great. It was, it was I mean, like, it's sweet. It's it doesn't taste as homemade as it should, but it was better than I thought it was going to be. Right. It didn't taste like a minute made out of the uh out of out of the whatever, the soda fountain. It tasted it like it tasted pretty good. And then finally we got a dessert. We got the chocolate brownie lasagna. And that Ooh. was that was pretty good too. I, I I I it didn't taste as much of as a brownie like it did cake. It just tasted like cake. But I was I w- I was shocked. I I I I I've I've never liked this place. I've never even gotten it, and I and 
it delivered on like a good red sauce Italian dinner night. I I never I never thought it would. We're we're sort of seeing how much the expectations mm-hmm. game comes into play in terms of our overall assessment. Because I yes. think you and I, Mitch, both are are going to like this place more just because we weren't expecting much, and it but it still delivered. Uh, but Allison, you the, the the breadsticks were disappointing. I want to hear about that and your meal in general. Uh, so you went to the Burba- Burbank uh, location. Yes. So I wanted to find one that had outdoor seating. Um, So I called ahead on a different day and they said they had outdoor seating. And I said, do I need a reservation or can I just show up? And she's like, oh, you can just show up. And then my husband, Daniel, overheard me and he laughed at this notion of a reservation at Olive Garden. Cut to (laughs) we show up at like four o'clock on Sunday and I see clusters of people sort of waiting outside and I go up and they tell me it is going to be two and a half hours for a table. Holy shit. Two and a half hours. Yes. We have a babysitter until six that day. So I, the only bright side of this was that I was like, you mocked me for this notion of a reservation, but look, (laughs) but it turns out they don't take reservations. So we go back to the car (laughs) and um, we, I start calling other Olive Gardens. And I called probably like five or six Olive Arcadia, West Hills, like every Olive Garden anywhere nearby. And they were all between um, an hour and a half to two and a half hour waits. Wow. It's, isn't I did not see that I'm coming. telling you, they're hitting it. They, 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 they're really hitting it right now. Everyone's yeah. getting in there. It makes sense. And also, can I just apologize on uh, on Nick's behalf and, my, and, and me too that... Uh, your night out is to the Olive Garden. You're not. You're, <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no worries. It's it, fucking uh, bums me out. This myself. podcast. No, I did it's it to our myself. fault. So I go. We go back up, and we are planning to just place an order to go. Um, and I asked to see a menu, but I noticed that there's like a lot of empty tables now. And I say to them, is it, and I hear them calling people on the phone, like your table's ready. Um, and I say to them, is it possible that it, you know, some of these people aren't going to show up and she's like, oh, and she shows me like the list of names, but it's going to take a while. And then, and I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel about this. I hope you're into it. I say to them, are you familiar with the Doughboys podcast? This is through masks and everything. Wow. Wow. And then I felt I was desperate because I had to have this meal before I talked to you guys. This, they, could, this, this could not have worked. I, I can't yeah. believe. The, well, they look at me very blankly. I don't even know. I don't know that they know what a podcast. I'm not sure they were podcast listeners. Yes. And then I say, well, it's a, it's a podcast where we talk about chain restaurants and I'm going on an episode and we're going to talk about Olive Garden. And this like changed their demeanor. Um, so then wow. I, they take my name, but at this point I talked to Jordan Morris, the one I mentioned before, the one yes. who doesn't mm-hmm. like your eggs. Right. And he <laughs> tells me that like, it's, you know, it's totally fine to just do takeout. So then I'm like, we'll just do, we'll just do the app. We'll just do takeout. Um, hey, Allison, and, yes. when you, when you text Jordan, does he refer to Weiger as Eggman by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he sent the egg emoji. Um, so let me go back in the car and we're trying to figure out what to order. And then like 10 minutes later, so now instead of two and a half hours, it's been, you know, 15 minutes has elapsed. They call me and our table is ready. Wow. So 
I don't know if I, because then I get out though and I'm like, uh uh-oh, what if like they serve us different food because I mentioned that we're like reviewing or something, you know, <laughs> the the real top tier Olive Garden food. Well, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly think it was just that all these people didn't show up because they tell right. people it's going to be two and a half. They take their name. So anyway, and I also wonder a little bit if because of social distancing, they're giving people, they're artificially spacing people out. We go in, I go inside and use the restaurant. This is my first time inside a restaurant in over a year. Um, On the couches, there are signs. They have the couches taped off, like the couches in the front where you sit and wait for your table. And it says, um, social distancing is temporary. Family is forever. Um, That's nice. We sit down and I order the soup, salad, and breadsticks. And Daniel orders chicken marsala and um, a side of the the fettuccine Alfredo sauce for the breadsticks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got minestrone soup, and that was actually quite good. Um, you know, I dipped my spoon and I pulled out a, a Italian green bean, which is one of my favorite beans. You, I never see green them bean. fresh. They're like those kind of flat beans. Um, so the minestrone was good. The salad was, I don't have, it was fine. It was different than Mitch's. I don't have complaints about it. It was actually fairly fresh. Um, And then the breadstick, because in the same way you're no meat shall I eat, like I said, I've been like no carb shall I snarf. No carb (laughs) shall I snarf. (laughs) But I was like going in, I'm like, how am I going to avoid these, how am I going to handle the breadsticks? I'm, I, I'm going to find them. They're going to be so good. I'm going to eat like 4 million breadsticks because they're just so good. That's my memory of them. Once you start, you can't stop. The edge of the breadstick, the edges were hard. I don't know if it was overcooked or if it was stale. Mm. The middle was like palatable, but it just, I felt like we got breadsticks they had cooked that morning or something or reheated Mm. or I don't know. Um, The Alfredo sauce was kind of congealing. Um, I took a bite of my husband's fettuccine Alfredo and it still had like a good rich creaminess, but it tasted, you know, when you get room service in a hotel and everything has like a sterno smell and taste. Sure. Had that. And his chicken was like, tasted like, you know, a lean cuisine. And, Mm. uh, we, I, we left both of us going like, I don't think I ever need to go to Olive Garden again. Wow. Wow. So did Man. you did, did they have that weird chemical aftertaste the the breadsticks because that is I usually have like a weird aftertaste with the breadsticks and I didn't have it at all this time they t- they they were tasting good I didn't notice but, an aftertaste okay just right. a depressing disappointment oh I forgot though because it is bottomless soup she asked you know would you like more soup and at this point I was already very full from the salad I think um but I switched to pasta. I believe it is pronounced, I read that it's pronounced pasta fajol, even though it is spelled pasta e fajoli. Um, right. And that, <laughs> unlike the minestrone, which I have to say was quite good, that was not very good. It was like, mm. kind of had like a chili, a spicy chili flavor, and was like a little bit oily and separated and not great. Wow. Despite, you know... The 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 a, a pretty big menu. We actually had a lot of overlap between the three of us, and I think it's maybe that we were all gravitating towards kind of Italian classics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am gonna I am gonna share this tab with you real quick, um, where I've got the uh, just so you can get a sense of what I was looking at as someone who is 
trying not to eat, you know, again, not eating meat and being conscious of sometimes at these restaurants, it's a challenge to uh, find out what actually fits your diet. Like someone fucking nailed me on social media for having raisin cane sauce, uh, which is a secret sauce. The ingredients are not disclosed, but they said, hey, that has Worcestershire in it, which sometimes has anchovies. So I'm like, well, this is, again, this is how impossible it is to try to eat at these chain restaurants when you're trying to eat vegetarian. Hey, Wags. Yeah. Busted. (laughs) (laughs) You You have to divine the ingredients in a secret sauce in advance of consumption. But Olive Garden, contra that, Olive Garden is fucking great and in terms of accommodating people's mm. diets, at least in the information they provide for you on the website. So let me go ahead and share this real quick. So uh, what I'm what I'm showing here is we'll see that it's got the the menu items divided by category, wow. and then it lists whether it's vegetarian or vegan, contains egg and contains dairy. Wow. And so, you, again, like I'm saying, breadstick with garlic topping, minestrone soup, and the famous house salad, as long as you get the olive oil and balsamic instead of the default dressing, are all vegan. Uh, a, a lot of the pastas, naturally, are going to be vegan. Some are vegetarian. Alfredo sauce, you know, it's all broken down by sauces because you can make your own pasta. We see some of the entrees listed here. Even the desserts, it shows which ones are vegetarian and vegan. Apparently, the... Uh, the uh, the chocolate lasagna that you got, Mitch, is fucking has meat in it or something because that one is not listed under the, the vegetarian fuck? dessert <laughs> options. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they they threw like a fucking some sausage in there or something. I actually asked I asked them to add that so maybe they had to change it on the menu after. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, spaghetti with marinara sauce is vegan. That's an American classic, Italian American classic dish. And if you want to go out and you're, mm. you know, with a with the family and that's your diet, I mean, it's nice that they accommodate that. So I give it points for that. I also give it points for the app, and I give it points for their COVID pickup system. It was a mall location I went to, but they still had a great, you know, a, a great little drop off table. It was very very organized. Uh, when a place really has figured that out, I'm I, I'm in favor of it. I got I went for lunch and I got two lunch combos for one man. Uh, so I got the lunch combo was a lunch size pasta, two breadsticks, and super salad for nine forty nine, which is a pretty good deal uh, for a working man's lunch. And then I also got the uh, the Bellini peach raspberry iced tea. You got the mm. lemonade, that's right, Mitch. Yep. Okay, so I got the peach raspberry iced tea. I drank this on the drive home because it was a hot day and I'd, I'd worked out before. And I expected this to be sickly sweet. Sounds like bullshit. Fucking. I'm just saying, I got I to gotta work out in. And uh, I feel what like kind, I earned What this. kind of workout? You're so vague. Like, oh, I uh, exercised. You know, okay. Just some fitness. Some general fitness. <laughs> fucking worked out your wrists. <laughs> this one, I will say, I expected this to be sickly sweet, but it wasn't. It was, a, it was more fragrant fruity than super sweet. More, more like a Snapple than like a sweet tea, which is kind of mm. what I wanted. So I, I thought I thought it was nice. It, was, it exceeded my expectations. So here's the thing with the breadsticks. You get two breadsticks with each lunch combo. Also, they seem to just throw extra breadsticks in there, just in general. And I got myself a, a, a breadsticks with marinara dipping sauce as mm-hmm. like a side, as like an appetizer, because there actually aren't a lot of vegetarian and vegan appetizers at Olive Garden. But you can't just order the dipping sauce. They give you more breadsticks. So I had 12 breadsticks for one man. That's too many breadsticks. I can't get through 12 breadsticks. What am I gonna, what am I gonna do with them? You're mm-hmm. mad at this? This is a user error. What's the deal? I just think there should be a way to order the dipping sauce 
a la carte as opposed to having to get it with, as part of the breadsticks appetizer. But I guess that's how they price it in. It's funny because they, they gave me like the exact number of breadsticks. I believe that like there was four that came with the dipping sauces. You can choose four or six or four or eight. I forget. Um, and, then, and then also, I think it was like you get two additional breadsticks per meal. That's what I ran into. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Guess what? You got all these. You got a bunch of. You got extra breadsticks. Shut up. Why are you it's crying a lot about of breadsticks? You guys had a different menu than I did because ours. And I don't know if it's a weekend thing, but it's like it was just. They didn't give. I don't think they gave you an option of four or six breadsticks. It was just sauce mm. that was like small or large, and it was just right. the sauce that you were ordering. I think. Hmm, maybe it's different in the app. I, I could not yes, find a way to just order the dipping sauce. Yeah, yeah to the to, to go order, I think it would be. I think it is a little different. Yeah, yeah. But I will say, if you can get that dipping sauce, it's a great accompaniment for breadsticks. It's like a it's a great breadstick companion. I, I had the five cheese marinara, and it was uh, it was delightful. Uh, I I also got the fettuccine alfredo, and uh, that one, and I got uh, and I had that with a famous house salad. I thought the salad was fine. I didn't, you know, it didn't blow me away. I did force myself to eat the entire salad before I ate anything else. I was like, first things first, I'm eating the salad. I'm finishing the salad. Whatever I do to my body after this is fair game, but the salad is the price for entry. So wow. I, I ate the whole salad. Hey, sometimes they eat that salad afterwards. Isn't that what the Italians do? Yeah, but you hate them. I do hate them. <laughs> I mean, it 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 shows how it shows how fucking backwards they are. But it can be good for it can be good for digest digestion, right? If you eat the yes. salad last. Yeah, Fuck. I think that's the idea. But I just was like, if I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get full at some point, so let me get full off of salad, mostly salad, and then try to limit the amount of pasta that I'm having. Um, mm-hmm. The fettuccine is. I thought the lunch portion is a manageable, sensible portion. It was my character of this characterization of this was heavy, but worth it. Um, I also got the eggplant parm, Mitch, and I got this with a minestrone. I like the, the minestrone quite a bit. I agree. I like the beans a lot. I do think it maybe could have used at least mine could have used a little bit more seasoning. But man, what a well packaged to go soup. I got this. I was like, this didn't spill at all. Uh, this is completely sealed. This is like such a great way of. Uh, I, I usually when I'm getting to go soup, it's a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting, you know, it, it's just it's just all over the place. This was completely contained. They've really figured that out. How did they do it? I was wondering about that. It was just like it was just like a perfect a little plastic container that just had a snug little top, just kind of fastened in there. It was it it felt secured like a like a child's bottle of uh, of aspirin. Like, it's like you had to kind of really right. work it to get out of there. Yeah. It felt vacuum sealed. I was impressed. Uh, bitch, did you get it to go soup? I did not get it to go soup. No, but I thought the packaging was great. I, like I said, Wags, they didn't make it. There was not a single mistake was made. They had every single thing accounted for. I was I was very impressed. Uh, the eggplant parm I was less enthusiastic about than than Mama Mitchell, and I hate to disagree with her, uh, but I do She's, feel, she, I, she She thought it tasted good, but she'd probably agree. She likes hers thinner and crispier. Yeah, I felt I felt like the breading was was good. It was not I thought it was going to be too oily and and not mm. travel well, but it was okay. But I do think that uh the, my my main issue was the marinara sauce. I didn't think was particularly flavorful. I thought it was just like a really it, it just it just seemed like tomato sauce. It just seemed like it didn't have a lot going on. Um 
So I I don't know. I didn't I didn't love I didn't love the eggplant parm. I certainly preferred yeah. the fettuccine. When I went back to like what am I going to finish? For me it was eating more breadsticks with that dip in sauce and and fin- and polishing out the fettuccine. Well, Wags, my my mom was using my mom was using that dip in sauce, the marinara dip in sauce to put on the eggplant parm. She yeah, was that probably would have helped it. Mm-hmm. That probably would have helped it cuz that that sauce definitely had a little bit more character to it. Uh and uh, I got a tiramisu which was more of a tiramisu flavored cake than an actual tiramisu. It was like an Entenmann's tiramisu, but it was still okay. I was like, this is fine. This is, a, a, as an add-on, as a little sweet treat at the end of the meal, this is fine. I pro- I wouldn't get it to go again, but if I was dining in, sure, I might consider it. But overall, I was pretty enthusiastic about my Olive Garden experience, again, especially from a vegetarian perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked. I'm yeah. shocked. And angry. I, yeah, I'm angry on your behalf. I'm you angry, sh- too. Our, our, we want our guests to have a great experience, most of all. Yeah. But I mean, like you pointed out earlier, how much is this, how much are expectations figuring into this? Because the two of you had pretty negative or low expectations of Olive Garden, right. whereas my feeling about it was like, oh, yeah, Olive Garden. That's It's pretty, you know, it's... Uh, it's almost like a guilty pleasure. Like you don't feel great mm. about it, but it's 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 fine. It's indulgent and it's fine. And so then I was just surprised when it was so lackluster. Yeah, I I think I was probably my original assessment of Olive Garden was more in your camp. Like back like back yeah. before we reviewed it for the podcast a couple of times and then right. revisiting it, I was like, "Oh, maybe this has kind of fallen off a little bit. Maybe just this location had their act together. I don't know." I was going to say that my my thoughts on it is like it sucks. Like my I always thought that it right. just is bad. So I I I I was I was shocked. Blown away, you could say. Well, how will that factor into our assessments of the Olive Garden? We should get to our final thoughts. Allison, you've done the podcast before, but a refresher, we will each go around, give our closing argument, if you will, on the Olive Garden and end that by giving it a score from 0 to 5 forks. You are our guest. We will begin with you. All right. Olive Garden, I wanted to like you. I wanted to walk out of there being like, oh, no, I ate too many delicious breadsticks. Instead, mm. I didn't even finish one breadstick. Oh, I my God. Your soup, your salad. Wow. Your salad. I appreciated that there were some whole black olives in there, and I appreciated that it seemed fresh enough. But the rest of everything was pretty not good. And mm. I, don't, I don't know if I changed. I don't know if you changed. I suspect you changed. Get it together, Olive Garden. I want to like you, but you make it so hard. Wow. In sum, I give you two forks. Whoa. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. That was so intensely personal. I know. I know that closing arguments aren't always delivered to the restaurant, <laughs> but I just felt impassioned. <laughs> I loved it. All right, Mitch, what do you think? I'm going to go off of my experience last night. I haven't had a ton of Olive Garden experiences anyways. Like I said, I don't love it. I love local red sauce Italian places. I, I'm, I'm a big fan where you can get a, a fucking a giant chicken parm and some spaghetti and 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 be on your way in a nice little side salad. I don't even like the name Olive Garden. Why why you make why put olives on display? I, I, I don't love olives. You know, right. there's a lot that I just don't never liked about this place. But Wags, you know, 
maybe it's Italians coming for me because I give them such a hard time on the podcast and they really fucking showed up because <laughs> Olive Garden, of course, is a, an Italian restaurant <laughs> uh, that is near and dear to Italians' hearts. Uh, it, but We'll make a good meal for a Mitch. He'll come around. <laughs> well, whoever was preparing it back there when they were putting it in their fucking weird-ass ovens, taking it out of their fucking weird plastic fucking envelopes that they keep it in i know it's like a, i know all these chain restaurants have weird shit like that where it's just yeah in a fucking plastic bag whoever was doing it did it well it was the it was the best olive garden experience i've ever had and it also it just was plain good wags mama mia marron <laughs> i'm going four forks wow Whoa, i know forks. i i i, I I had a good time. It was I, I I I've never I'm 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 shocked. Everything I had was good. Every single thing I had was good. Wow. The salad was my bite of the night, probably that chicken parm. I thought the chicken parm was it was way better than I thought it would be. It I I was I was blown away. It ta- it it tasted good. We're we're on a weird dope boys roll, and you know what? Italians, you're not so bad after all. <laughs> wow. Wow. If you've changed Mitch's heart on this issue, I mean, you've really done your work, Olive Garden. I, I will say that it's, I, I'm not going to, I'm not as emphatic. I'm not as, uh, you know, not, wasn't quite as blown away as you, Mitch, but I, it did exceed my expectations. And this is, and I will also say, a thing you run into a lot of times with vegetarian eating is, like you'll go to some place and like the veg they'll have a veggie burger, but the veggie mm. burger will have like no cheese and like sprouts and like, you know, uh, uh, some weird relish. Like it'll be like a healthy version of a burger when it's like, I want the fucking trash. Like I want mm-hmm. the impossible Whopper. I want the thing that's garbage. And what mm-hmm. I like about the Olive Garden from a vegetarian perspective is you can be indulgent and be vegetarian or even vegan and it's pretty easy to do. Like it's not hard to to have to cobble together a satisfying meal that's going to uh, be super heavy and make you feel like shit, but is going to absolutely scratch that itch when you want this yeah. sort of Italian American food. And uh, I I know part of that speaks to just sort of like the character of Italian American cuisine in general, which is just so heavy with cheese and and you know tomato sauces and pasta. These are things that are naturally uh, vegetarian. You can you can make do without a protein pretty easily. But I I give it credit for that, and I also give it credit for the the app, which again was very sleek, very well designed, and also very very easy to see what options are going to fit your diet. So. I'm going to split the difference with a little bit of a nudge towards the Mitch end of things. Cause again, it was, it was better than I expected. I'm going to say three forks, two tines, three and a half forks. Wow. For the OG, wow, the such, Olive Garden. Such range. It was, it, I'm, I'm, blo- I'm shocked. Yeah. This is, the, this is the most shocked maybe I've ever been at a Doughboys episode. I don't, I don't like Olive Garden and I know giving it four forks is high, but I gotta, that's what it was a four fork meal. I, I, I had a blast. This is the most shocked wow. I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Not even just that, but just in my life. And I've been through a lot, you guys. I've seen a lot of wow. things that are I would call quote unquote shocking. This is I don't know if I'll recover. Wow. Allison, I gotta ask you, was there uh, an animal table at the Olive Garden you went to? <laughs> like a, a group of people? There was not an animal table, but there was a table where someone was celebrating a birthday. 
and everyone wow. was singing and they were like getting their phone out and taking pictures. And that was interesting to me. Mm. I, I, I have a was question. That, was that person Sad. Goat Boy? Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> it was Goat Boy, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more Doughboys. Mitch, do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you have no idea where it's going? I do, and you know where it's usually going? Dave Thomas's pockets. Well, I know where mine is going. It's all those subscriptions. Mm. Think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, parenting apps, mm -hmm. it's when endless. Wendy's monthly. <laughs> I'm guilty of this. You're guilty of this. Mm. So we use Rocket Money to help us find out what subscriptions we're actually spending money on. And for me, it was eye-opening, and I had them cancel the ones I didn't want anymore. And that includes Doughboy's Patreon. Yeah, immediately. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. But also... Rocket Money even tries to get you a refund of the last couple months of wasted money, negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and helped saved its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Wow. Wow. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. That's rocketmoney.com slash doughboys rocketmoney.com slash doughboys welcome back to doughboys we are here with our guest allison rosen hi allison hello you know allison you and our listeners know me as the burger boy nick weiger wow but many may not know my full legal name is nicholas frank weiger and sometimes i go by frank that's right, it's time to review the, this week in hot dog news in another edition of Let Me Be Frank. <laughs> hot dog, simmer in the city, grate on my grill, getting greasy and gritty. Toast bun, don't it look pretty? Sucking on a dog like you're sucking on a titty. Pork and beef, sausages and long bread, rolling on a roller grill, mustard and relish. One bite, it's a different world. Swap dog bites with a girl. Munch on, munch on, and chop all night. Despite the parts, it'll be alright. That taste, when the casing has snapped. Later that day, you'll for sure have to nap as it simmers in the city. Like you're sucking on a titty. You ain't nothing but a hot dog. Frying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hot dog. Frying all the time. You ain't never been a burger and you ain't no lunch of mine. They said you a sandwich. Well, that was just a lie. Yeah, they said you a sandwich. Well, that was just a lie. You're just a bun around a wiener, so you sure don't qualify.
Weiger was cutting every link between himself and the hot dog world. And by link, I mean actual hot dog links. But it had nothing to do with me. He was a vegetarian now. So I gave Weiger the Google news about hot dogs and he gave me some Patreon money. From then on, I kept my mouth shut. I knew Weiger. He had the Doathon cash. It was his. I know he kicked some money upstairs to Emma, but that was it. It made him sick to have to turn money over to those actual charities. He'd rather whack off. Just sit inside all day and jack it. Anyway, what did I care? I wasn't asking for anything, and besides, I was making bar pizzas with Dano through my Quincy connections. But still, for months after the Doathon, they were finding bodies all over. By the time they found Suster in the hot dog cart, his body was so swelled up, it took them two days to cut him out. And that's before he even ate a single hot dog. (laughs) Still, I never saw Weiger so happy. He was like a kid. He even wore a spinny hat and had a big lollipop. I had drops coming in through DK and my dose court people, and after a while, even the Rob Lowe thing began to calm down. <laughs> but the thing that made Waggy so happy that morning was that this was the day Yusong was being made. He was joining the WGA. Waggy was so excited, you think he just saw John Ham's hog. <laughs> he must have made four calls to Yusong's house. This is a guy who doesn't even use his phone on Sundays. So he had a signal set up with Phyllis Nagy so he'd know the minute the <laughs> ceremony was over. You know, we always called each other doughboys. Like he said to somebody, you're not going to like this guy. He's not funny. He's a doughboy. He really sucks. <laughs> you understand? We were doughboys. Fat guys. But Weiger and I couldn't join the WGA because podcasts are stupid and they aren't covered by the union yet. It's some old school Hollyweird <laughs> shit. To become a member of the WGA, you gotta actually write stuff down in a script, not just talking to a microphone about a subject you aren't even an expert on. (laughs) Having a podcast is the lowest honor you can get in Hollywood, but it's the closest you'll feel to having a family and a crew in this awful city. It means that you call a friend in to bullshit with you on mic two hours every week. It also means you gotta go on their podcast and bullshit with them, as long as you don't have literally any other single excuse not to. It's basically a license to be a loser. But as far as Weiger was concerned, with Yusong being in the WGA, it's like we all were. Screeners, Q&As, Zoom meetings with showrunners. It was the Hollywood dream. That was amazing. Wow. Uh, Mitch, what's this week in hot dog news? All right, so we only have time for one. Okay. Let's see here. I have Googled hot dog. Hmm, should wow. I Google hot dog singular this week? Or should it be yeah, hot do dogs? It. Go nuts. Right. Singular hot dog. See what news. happens if you just if you do singular hot dog. Allison, are you a hot dog fan? Um, sure. I like a hot dog. I don't know if I'm like a hot dog aficionado, but an enthusiast, right. sure. Yeah. What do you like to put on a hot dog? I like um I like ketchup and mustard and relish. I mean, I don't Classic. I don't I'm not religious about it. Like, I don't only have that. It kind of depends. But those are all things I enjoy on a hot dog. I just got to say, there's some great hot dog news once again. Proving this bit has legs. Here we go. (laughs) The first up, the big news. I'll start with the big news. Round hot dogs exist, and we're not sure how to feel about it. Hmm. This is what does that mean? Round hot dogs. 
In the never-ending debate of what is and what is not a sandwich, the hot dog continues to be a head-scratching contender. After all, it's sandwiched between a bun. Isn't that enough evidence? All right, this person is definitely swayed into it being a sandwich. Yes. But Wags, there are actually round hot dogs that you put on burger patties, basically. This is what this article is mm. looking at. Oh. And so it's basically you eat it like a burger. How do you feel about that? Round Why hot does dogs. that disgust me? It it, it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. There's something off-putting about that. Yeah. It's like a, I, I don't like expect that in a patty form. I expect it in tube form. Yeah, pu- uh, like a puck. It's weird. I bet it's good. So it's, it says here, this is the exact scenario with uh, uh, Tony Luke Jr., the creator and owner of popular cheesesteak chain, Tony Luke's, to invent these circular dogs. So I guess Tony Luke's has created these, these uh, circular hot dogs. Um, if you're interested in giving them a shot, you can purchase them now exclusively on QVC. It's pricey, eighty three fifty for a twenty four pack. I don't know how oh, I feel come about. Come on, yeah, that's expensive. Um, eighty three fifty for twenty four hot dog patties? That's absurd. Yeah. Uh, anyways, hold on. I'm putting in my credit card information. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pricey. I also just don't know if I want to eat it as you like a dog because sucking on dogs like sucking on a titty, like you said it. <laughs> Exactly like that. That's that's everyone knows that a hot dog is exactly like a breast. You fucking freak. Uh, <laughs> it's a useful rhyme. Uh, I will say that I will I will have like a hot dog in a sandwich form factor, or like on a bun, like a hamburger bun. But what I'll do is I'll take two hot dogs and you'll you'll cut them in half and just sort of splay them out. Like, and mm. I feel like that will that will work. You do, do but that? just having like a hot dog shaped patty, I think, is weird. Isn't the great thing about a hot dog is it's it is fun the way that it's shaped. It's fun to fucking suck down a hot dog. It's great. The form factor is is a real hoot. Why do you, why change it into a sandwich? Yeah, I agree with you. What do you what do you, what, how do you feel, Allison? How do you feel about this? I'm actually, you know, when I was a kid and my mom would slice the hot dog in half and make a sandwich out of it, I think I liked it quite a bit, actually. I'm, so, I'm sorry to go yes. against the grain. But no, I think I'm with the you. problem with a, ham- with a hot dog patty, because there's something that's really, like, grossing me out about it. It's the snap. The snap of, like, mm. a big patty. I don't know. It almost... If I imagine eating human flesh, I feel like it would be like that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Since I'm not a cannibal, I won't be enjoying a hot right. dog patty. Dear Lord. <laughs> that probably is kind of what me and Mitch's uh, flesh is like at this point. After <laughs> having this podcast for this many years, probably is like biting into a hot dog patty. I wonder if you could do like a Coke versus Pepsi challenge with our flesh in a hot dog to see if people could tell the difference. <laughs> I think that is that to me, especially stri- like they're they're selling it through QVC. They've got a known food persona as like a, 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 the license of it. Uh, they're using Tony Luke's name. Th- this just sounds like a cash grab. This sounds like there isn't mm. some genuine passion behind this. That this is going to like. I think the hot dog patty is a, is the way you should eat hot dogs. It sounds like they they have some gimmickry that they think they can sell. Yes, I, I it, it's it's it definitely seems like a gimmick, but whatever. Yeah, you know, if, if the price comes down, maybe I'd buy them for fun just to try them. Anyways, Wiener Schnitzel, uh, the the world's largest hot dog chain, is searching for international partners to go global. There's some news. Mm. Um, scientists cook hot dog in lava from Iceland's erupting volcano. Let, let's talk Wiener Schnitzel real quick, Allison. Okay. A, a a a California. You know, there's a, there's a good number of Wiener Schnitzels in California, where I believe you lived for. 
if not all of your life, most of your life, yes? Yeah, I grew up in California. I lived in New York for about uh, 10 years, and then I came back to California. So m- the majority of my life has been here. Are you much of a wiener schnitzel person? Is that a chain you'll ever visit? I, you know, what's crazy is I don't think I've ever eaten at wiener schnitzel. Wow. wow. Maybe I need to go. Next time you got, are you guys doing wiener? Have you done wiener schnitzel a lot? We haven't done it in a long time, yeah. And I think it would be Me. impossible to eat there as a vegetarian. Mm. So yeah. that would be an interesting experiment to, to see if there's anything I can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I love, like, Wiener Schnitzel is one of the last places I got at the end of last year when I was, like, you know, before I was going to transition into uh, not, eat, not eating meat for, the, for all of 2021 and possibly beyond. I just wanted their chili combo. I wanted the chili cheese fries and the chili cheese dog and the chili cheeseburger. I just, I just want all that shit loaded with chili on it. It's, I'd say it's pretty far from like good, but it is so specifically trashy. And, and I had it so much as like a treat as a kid that it's like, I I want it for the same reason I want like Jack in the box, which also I think is maybe not good. It's, it's garbage, but it's my garbage. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, 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 I've been there a few times, not, not many times, but Yes, I think it is. If you're in the mood for garbage, it's a good place. You're right. If you want garbage, go to go to Wiener Schnitzel. It's, if, you, if you're in the mood for a hot dog and you want some garbage, it's a it's a fun place to go. You're, there you go. You're you're set. There's not that many places like fast food places where you can get a hot dog. Yeah. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we reviewed one of them pretty recently. Uh, Doghouse. Uh, our buddy oh, Adam yeah. Gertler as as uh, as behind that place and and which also uh, one the, of the best big... place to get the uh, fa- uh, fantastic place. Yeah, Doghouse rules. Doghouse is fantastic. I, I again should look at see see what their vegetarian options are. Uh, but that's a completely different level, like price point than Wiener Schnitzel. Like that's like well, a it's nice... also just it's not a drive-through concept or anything. It's not a drive-through. Yeah. No, no, it's yeah. like it's like a dine-in or takeout place. I mean, I honestly think it's more of a dine-in place. I think it's more of yeah. like a, you go there and you have some beers and you have some dogs and you have the time of your life. Mm-hmm. I, you, you, so wait, Allison, you lived in New York for a while. Uh, New York known for its hot dogs. Did you eat a lot of dogs there? You ever do the street cart dog? No, I mean I have wow. in my life. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm. <laughs> Just picture me with my laughing cow cheese and my egg whites. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got a question. I got a question for you. What? Well, I want you to answer. I want you to go on with the answer, but I also want to know what cart. What was your cart of choice if you have to choose a New York cart? Great follow up. Wait, my cart? Yeah, like what cart are you choosing? What? What? Which? Uh. Oh, I didn't. You know, I'm going to like a coffee cart. Mm, um, okay. like the morning sort of breakfast sandwich and coffee. That that was my cart of choice. Got it. Um, so I have had the New York hot dogs in my life, though, and I, they're very good. But I didn't when it, when I when I lived there, I didn't get that a lot. And there's also right. Gray's Papaya, which yes. is a hot dog oh, yeah. place. That's the that big I one. I also yeah. didn't go to. So I'm <laughs> pretty much uh, I'm a disappointment. I am the human embodiment of the breadstick I ate. Wow, just disappointing. Wow, we, no, it we sounds like you made we you made good choices that. rather. Yeah. I mean, this is this stuff is horrible for your body. I I have I do like Grace Papaya, and then there, I had a ripoff there. Dally and I used to go to a ripoff when we'd visit New York called Papaya King. I think Grace Papaya was first. Yeah. Same sort of thing. It's just like you get like those 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 trashy skinny dogs uh, with with cheese or chili or whatever you want to top it with, and then you get like they also have juices. They have like fresh juices there. The juices are great. It's yeah. a really fun combo. You know what I did have um, in. Hawaii, what is the place called? Anthony Bourdain went there. There's a place that has hot dogs and they have like papaya relish, mango relish. 
and a couple other tropical relishes and people were, and people recommended this place. Oh, you have to go there. And I tried those. That was an interesting, it wasn't bad, but I also wasn't in love with it. The idea of like a tropical relish on a hot dog. Wow. It looks like what he went to a uh, hula dog or a uh, hula puka? dog. Yeah. No, puka puka dog, dog. One of the two. I think puka dog. Maybe it's known by both. Um, but uh, yeah, Hawaiian style hot dogs. Uh, this tab is playing music that only I'm hearing right now. These do look good. It looks like they've got like the, I don't, I would assume they have the Hawaiian rolls, but I'm not sure if that's exactly what they have or not. I think it was a Hawaiian roll, but I'm a big fan of Hawaiian bread. Love the Hawaiian bread. Man, it's so great. Hawaiian bread's great. Hawaiian rolls, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, there's there's a few more stories. I think we can only talk about one more. Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna list a couple and then I'm gonna I'm gonna end on the two, on the two that we can decide on what to talk about. But here's the one. The, this is just for the headline: Bacon hot dog shortage could leave summer plans up in smoke. So it seems like there's a a bacon wow. hot dog shortage shortage, which I don't know if that's a, a a big issue, honestly. And then Snyder cuts best scene involves a hot dog in the Flash. That's also in there. Uh, that's I don't know if that's the best scene, but Gizmodo listed as the best scene. Are they referring? Wait, what is what is the scene? Are they, are they referring to the when he rescues the, uh, I, yes. he rescues the woman from the car crash or from the truck crash? Yes, yep. That was a hot dog. I thought it was a burger. I thought it was a burger too, but a hot dog cart gets hit. Okay, all right. Should I look at the article? Should I try to figure out some? Uh, no, fuck this article. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last two wags. One is is near and dear to your heart, but I think both of these are. Are, uh, are, one is from Snopes.com, an, an article on Snopes.com from three weeks ago. And the other is Fox News, uh, mm. uh, uh, a great website. Um, so we got we got fake news and real news, you're saying, Mitch. Yeah. yeah. Liberal propaganda, Snopes, and then the truth, <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> well, Fox News, the article is company hiring MLB food tester to eat hot dogs at stadiums, which... Fuck. Seems like a fucking dream job. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Um, and then the other one was the Snopes article is did Costco founder say, I will kill you to CEO who wanted to raise hot dog prices, which yeah. you know the story of why. So Yeah, he did, right? That's true. Yes, I mean I be- I believe hold on, let me let-, let me check Snopes. Let's see what Snopes says. Here we go. Are you Allison, you as a as a as a mom with a family, are you a Costco shopper? Not as much as you'd think. Um, mm. I, there are some times that I have gone, and I look at their website, and I'm like, I should really buy stuff here. But for some reason, I, I don't do it that often. Um, it's going to Costco is like one of my favorite things. I love, and and it's it's not the same in quarantine. It, it actually is like a very anxiety inducing because you know it just even even though they're pretty safe, it's just like a mass of humanity inside an enclosed warehouse. Right, but. Man, I I love getting a I love getting a big value there. I love love getting a great value, and I also like stumbling upon things. I like the sample situation. I mean, I don't know what yeah. they're going to do going forward, but I used to love going there when I was hungry and just having a me having a having samples. Yeah, it's it's a bummer now because they have the sample stands, but then there's nothing to hand out. They're just yeah. like we are here, and here's a person who's standing here who can tell you about a product that they're selling, but you don't get to taste <laughs> this toasted ravioli. It's just like you can just see what what it looks like, right? Um, yeah, that's a that's a bummer. Um, maybe maybe with the vaccine, uh, maybe the the samples will come back soon. Hopefully, yeah. I feel like I heard I um. 
I heard. I saw someone's Instagram story where they're like, Costco samples are coming back. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, mm. but I think I saw that. I'll check Snopes on this. Um. <laughs> <laughs> check, check Fox News if you want the truth. <laughs> well, this so Snopes says, Marxist says true. The founder of Costco told the CEO who wanted to raise the prices on Costco's hot dogs, if you raise the effing hot dog, I will kill you. Figure it out. So that is true. But let's look at this. I think we should get into this uh, to, to close this out. We should we should talk about this uh, company hiring MLB food tester to eat hot dogs at stadiums. Uh, winner will be paid $500 and will receive a budget for food and travel. Wow. With Major League Baseball in full swing, one company is offering to pay someone to find out which stadium's hot dogs hit a home run. Casino review site, uh-oh. Casino review site Bonus Finder launched a new contest earlier this week to find an MLB professional food tester. The winner will be given $500 as well as a budget for food and travel, according to the contest page. So basically, they're not getting paid. It's, 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 I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that they're getting 500 bucks, and then it says they're giving them food and travel, but what does that mean? Right. Yeah. The tester will be expected to travel to MLB stadiums to taste their hot dogs and watch games. Hmm. Still, so that's still that's not like so bad. Yeah, I mean that's that sounds fun, but you're right, Allison. That's like thousands and thousands of dollars of personal expenses to travel to all these stadiums. I guess unless they're paying for everything, which it doesn't sound like it. And also, yeah, you're going to be gone for a long time. It seems the tester right. the tester will then have to review hot dogs based on appearance and color, flavor complexity and quality of meat, bun quality and flavor, sauce and topping generosity and value for money. Bun quality and wow. flavor, sorry. Sauce and topping, generosity and value for money. I mean, this does seem, I mean, that's that, that's the uh, field of dreams, American dream to go around to every stadium yes. and fucking eat a hot dog. It sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Baseball and hot dog super fans only, Wags. So and you got to be 21 <laughs> plus. Yeah. I'm a hot dog I'm fan. A, I qualify as a hot dog fan, but yeah, yeah. I don't really follow MLB. That's That's maybe it, yeah. Um, by the way, I looked up Puka Dog and I looked up the menu and it's, bitch, I would say if we ever do, for whatever reason, if we ever find ourselves uh, doing a Doughboys Hawaii, this might be a place to visit because this, l- listen to this, I'll, I'll, I'll describe the components. So st- you, you choose your dog first off, they have Polish sausages and veggie dogs, so great, they have a veggie dog option. Uh, then you get a garlic lemon sauce, which can either be mild, mm. spicy, or lava. It goes all the way up to lava. Uh, so you get you got a hot dog with a with on a Hawaiian bun with a spicy uh, or, or with a with a garlic lemon sauce to your degree of spice. Then you've got a tropical relish, which can be mango, coconut, pineapple, banana, uh, papaya, or star fruit. And then the mustard. Nick, how, did, how did you pronounce banana there? Banana, banana. Sorry, there you go. <laughs> Should have gotten to minionese. Um, and then the uh, and then the the mustard is, and maybe you uh, uh, this is uh. This I, I don't know if this is what what Bourdain got or not, but this is the a passion fruit wasabi mustard is the one that, that's default, which sounds. We have a jar of that amazing. in our refrigerator. We brought it back. Do you they really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That sounds awesome. Is it good? It's good. It's um a little more uh, run of the mill tasting than I expected. Like it kind of tastes like a sweet mustard. It doesn't have right. this like, oh my god, this is a once in a lifetime just in Hawaii flavor that I thought it might. Interesting. Uh, by the way, I've I've scrolled down to the comments on this article. Hmm. Uh, here's 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 one. Uh, good luck with that. Since I am never watching a televised game again, let let alone going to one. Same here. Sold my seats. 
No more season tickets for me. I'm over it. Ad revenue will be down, so they got to find new ways to boost dog revenues thanks to the MLB playing politics. They're all mad wow. because they, they moved the All-Star game out of fucking Georgia. It's oh all fucking God. pissed off Fox News. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking pieces of shit. What a God world. Damn, you're, you're mad at a hot dog article, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs> Dear well, Lord. hey, that was this week's edition of Let Me Be Frank. Just like a restaurant value feedback, let's open to the feedback. Today, we have an email from at WhatUpsNoah. Noah writes, in honor of this year's Oscars In Memoriam segment, what are some of your mm. favorite past chains that are no longer with us? My wow. personal faves are former SoCal institutions Hamburger Hamlet and Cuckoo Roo, RIP. P.S. No disrespect to Spoon Nation, Burger Brigade for Life. P.P.S. Emma, Emerson College, 05. So there you go. So you graduated you graduated from Emerson the same year I graduated from college and you're fucking burger brigade. You piece of shit. <laughs> Offense taken. What's there what's what's the, what's this person's name? This is Noah. Hmm, Noah. Okay. Is it a Noah we know? I'm gonna kick your At ass. What up, way, Noah? Noah? <laughs> fucking dead man. Allison, does anything come to mind if there's a chain, or even not, not even a chain necessarily? It could could be a standalone restaurant that that was a favorite yeah. of yours that you, that is no more. I'm trying to. Re- I'm I'm drawing a blank. I'm trying to remember what restaurants I loved. Let me mm. keep thinking. I'm, I mean, Golden <laughs> Spoon is still around, right? Golden Spoon mm. frozen yogurt. Yeah, but I don't see a lot of them. Right. Um, I mean, it's been a million years since I've been to a Golden Spoon, but that is popping into my mind. Gosh, I'm having a tough time. Well, see, I'm a big salad bar fan. I just like mm. the options. I like the experience. So in general, I feel like salad bars are not around that much anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and, I, and I don't know if they're going to survive the pandemic. 100%. So I'm having trouble thinking of a s- specific place, but in general, the salad bar experience is a thing of yesteryear. Well, I'll say mm. in that category, and I would I would slot a chain we reviewed when you were on a previous episode, Coco's, kind of into that like oh, yeah. it's like a sit down place that has a salad bar for dinner. Uh, Marie Callender's same sort of thing, which we've also reviewed on the show. Right. Baker Square, which I think is defunct. These are all kind of like the not like more upscale than a diner, more of like a sit down like you know American classics restaurant. And I feel like though that category in general is kind of going away, like be like beyond the salad mm-hmm. bar, just like that kind of mm-hmm. restaurant. They're 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 just kind of slow fading into nothing. Um, and hamburger Hamlet, ha- hamburger Hamlet rather, which was mentioned here, is kind of in that category as well. That's a good one. Yeah, hamburger Hamlet is is it is uh it's sad. That was a fun weird uh L A chain restaurant that like uh so weird felt. Yeah, it's so weird, but it also felt so L.A. that it was like a place where you, you, a burger restaurant you went and would ha- could have business meetings at. It's very, it's it was very bizarre. The one on Sunset yes. there felt like right near Beverly Hills. It was like a place where like people from would like like agents and managers would go there and get fucking lunch. It was bizarre. It was a power lunch from a different era. It was like, you know, because yes. nowadays there'll be a nice burger place, but it'll be like the gastropub. It'll be like the casual place, you know, and maybe you're ordering at the bar. And uh, but this was like it's like a white tablecloth, fancy burger restaurant. It's it's very weird. Um, and it's mm-hmm. yeah, it, I liked it. It had its charm. Was there one in Southern California? I mean, in Orange County as well? Or have I been to the L.A. one? Because I know I've been to Hamburger Hamlet when I was very little. There was a few of them there. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're right there. Yeah. 
I wouldn't be surprised if there was one in Orange County. Yeah, it was a nice environment. Yeah. Um, along those lines, I'm also I think Fuddruckers is maybe like like the, I just see yeah. more and more Fuddruckers mm. closing, and I'm worried that that play that that chain is in uh, danger of extinction. I do like going to a Fuddruckers lot. That's Fuddruckers is great. It's like uh, Uncle Moe's kind of. It's a it's a it's a it's a fun. Yes, it's fun. Fun Ruckers. It it, it makes sense. It's a great it's a great <laughs> spot. Uh, I remember. Wait, I don't want to cut you off, but I remembered one. Has this has this vaccine made me less funny? <laughs> fun Ruckers was great. What were we gonna say? Know, I'm gonna f- that's what I'm gonna blame. Are you guys familiar with a restaurant called Bobby McGee's? I don't no. know if it was a one-off or mm. if it was a chain, but this was down in Orange County. It was the kind of place that you'd go to have a birthday party, um, and the food was it was fine. But the waiters and uh, or the servers would dress in costume and you would order your they had these collectible glasses that they would serve. You could order either a, a strawberry banana daiquiri or a strawberry margarita um, and it would you would order it in a toilet, a lady's boot a man's boot what or a sink wow this is what the glass and you could collect all of them was this joplin themed is it like that is bobby mcgee okay no i don't know why it was called bobby mcgee's but it was so much fun um you know to my young mind and then i think upstairs they had a bar and like a dance floor uh yeah so i wow i don't know if i would still enjoy it but i was bummed when that closed down yeah, that it looks like it closed like a decade ago. I'm yeah. seeing Yelp reviews from 2009 that are like, yeah, this place is closed for good. And so like the waiter, the waiters would like dress up as characters too. Right. It seems like, like Indiana that's part of it. tonight yeah. you'll be served by Indiana Jones or by wow, you know that sounds awesome. It was really fun. I mean, cheesy as hell, but fun. I think I still have the the mug somewhere. We we still got to do wow. Rainforest Cafe. I know that there are like a couple left, but. Yeah, that's one that's closing. Of course, Wags for me. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot them off quickly. Brigham's. You know, I love Brigham's. I'm. I'm heartbroken. It's that is closed. Uh, and Friendly's is also on its way out. Emma, you know this. Friendly's is. Uh, is. I mean, it's not completely done for. Why are you? You've actually had Friendly's, but it's. It's a. Uh, yes. In, it's in bad spot. I think they've entered bankruptcy protection. So I, yeah. I. I think the brand will probably survive, but in a different form. Um, and you, you know, Papa Gino's, D'Angelo's are ones I worry about, but ones that are actually closed, like um, Howard Johnson's, Quincy's own, Howard Johnson's closed down, Bickford's was a uh, was another one, but but um, so, like some diner places, I think would be would be fun to have open. Uh, I do want to do Rainforest before it goes down. I want to do that for the pod. Yeah, it seems like it seems like a fun spot. Um, do you remember Ground Round, Emma? That was like a that was like a New England one, Ground Round. Um, I've heard of Ground Round. It was it was a it was like a fun Fuddruckers one. I think that they're all closed down now too. A lot. Why? Because I said this the other day, but it's it's a sad thing when you have to root for like smaller local chains. I mean, like yeah, like I know. already rooting for just you know independently owned restaurants and and people who open up businesses and then. The world is is there. There, it's it's such hell that you have to root. Sometimes you got to root for even the yes. fucking chains, which is insane. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like voting for who the Democratic nominee ends up being every time. It's like, well, all right, fuck it, sure, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I get. I guess Target is better than Walmart, so I'll shop at Target. 
Um, hit us up with a, let us know what restaurant you were missing out there. Uh, restaurant IP, hashtag restaurant IP wow. on social media. And if you have a question or comment up at the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DOUGH. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. And one final reminder, this is our final episode, Mitch, before the, the first ever Doughboys Doughathon, which will be at oh, twitch.tv slash Doughboys podcast. That will be 25 hours straight uh, of us losing our minds wow. for charity. Fuck. Check that out. And uh, and it should be starting. We don't have the exact time yet as of this recording, but it should be starting Friday night, Friday night, the 31st, going through Saturday night, the first. So so check that out. Twitch.tv slash Doughboys podcast. You're going to stay up for 25 hours? No, I'm going to sleep for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try. I, we also, Weiger sent out an article about someone who died trying to do it. So now we're nervous. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it was like one of my first Google searches. I just searched like, tw- I searched for tips for a 24-hour live stream. And like on the first page of results was man dies doing 24-hour live stream. And then I looked but, and he was younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, the article said, healthier, younger man than you dies from doing 24-hour fucking marathon. (laughs) Dear Lord. Well, it's going to be fun, Wags. And if we have to sleep, we'll just fall asleep for a bit. I'll I'll fall asleep on camera. Who gives a shit? Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. That's what everyone's hoping for. That's what they're logging on to see. Yeah. Uh, Allison Rosen, always a delight to have you on. Uh, please come back. Let's review Wiener Schnitzel or or Puka Dog or whatever. But please come back on the on the pod and uh, sooner rather than later. Anytime. I had such a fun time with you guys. Thank you so much for having me back. Thank you for being An here. Absolute delight. Uh, anything you would like to plug at this time? Uh, please check out my podcast. Allison Rosen is your new best friend and childish. Um, and also the Monday, sh- my Allison Rosen is your new best friend comes out uh, Mondays and Thursdays and the Monday is an interview. Thursday is a group show and the Monday interviews are now up on YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. And also I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hell yeah. Check all Check that out. Oh, and follow out. me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Sorry, you guys. I turned into a plug demon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. We know the drill. Uh, Allison, thank you so much for being here. And hey, Mitch, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for Mr. Slice, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, it's another edition of Pilot Program. With spaceship pilots? Jason Mantzoukas joins to share his love for Star Wars Rebels. And we watch the double-length premiere episode explaining how Ezra Bridger met Kanan Jarrus in Chopper. Chopper's cool. Get the Doughboys double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Want to see the sources for this week's intro? Check the episode description. Tuesday, March 26th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific, the live finale of Munch Madness 2024, the Tournament of Champions 9, Dokiero Taco Bell, will be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Join us there in person or via our live stream. That's right. And guess what? We got some great guests lined up. Mono Agapian. Wow. John Gabris. Wow. Betsy Sodaro. Wow. The Taco Bell crew has reassembled for this noble act deciding what is the ultimate Taco Bell menu item. You can see it in person. You can see it on the live stream. Get the tickets at the same place. Birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. Go to birdfuck.com. Birdfuck.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.